and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are in conflict with the Gospel. We who are the heirs of, by now centuries of Christmas crushes, and an almost exclusive bearing down on the sweetness of babies in a uh, conservative Christian journal they quoted the editorial from of all things Life magazine in 1953 not very long ago for me in which it says it's time for Christians to rise up and reclaim the authentic Christmas which has been hijacked they said stolen, by big department stores and sweetness, niceness. And that is true. The gospel has nothing of that at all. There is no room in the inn for a woman who is already in a state of conflict and misunderstanding with her betrothed. I doubt there was a lot of sweetness in that. The innkeeper could not find any space at all for a woman about to give birth. Welcome to planet Earth. And she is born in a cave that serves as a barn for animals. then there is the whole study of official human, the official human community personified by Herod the king. Herod was rotten enough, but how many kings would there have been who would have been much different than him? And there is deception, and there is deceit, and there is lying. And there is a will to murder. And the Holy Family, released from their plaster statue smiles, is hightailing it for Egypt to save the child's life. And all week we have been looking at the children who are killed in Bethlehem. We're rather far from the crash. And the problem with that crash is not merely that it betrays something fundamental in the Christian gospel, its toughness, its honesty, about God and about man. There's no fuel in the crash for us when we're having a really lousy day, when we find ourselves in really fundamental, angry disagreement with another person, whether a member of the family or friend or enemy or whoever. And that's the problem not merely with the sweetness of the crush and crush Christianity, and crush Christmases. 
which after all have not lasted, have they? Because Life magazine got it right. That feast of the incarnation of the creator of the universe was hijacked by Macy's and Gimbel's. Come on. What are we talking about? The feast as celebrated in the liturgical observances of the Church and in the Gospels is the actual story of the birth of God as a human person, taking his humanity from a woman who has herself a history, going back generations and generations and generations, and we read the Gospel of Matthew 14 and 14 and 14 generations, which left out quite a few. And it is that actuality, that looking at it with eyes open, that characterizes any authentic, any Catholic understanding of what is going on. It is very hard to get from the sweetness of the crash to the man from Nazareth who tells you that if you love your mother or your father, your wife, your husband, your child more than him, you are not fit for the kingdom of God. And so Christianity, which wanted to hold on to the crash, had to jettison more and more and more <coughs> of the fullness of the human activity of God until he becomes a pal, a friend, a nice guy, and finally, no less an authority than the World Council of Churches and the National Councils of Churches can say, well, for Christians, of course, Christ is a Savior, a Redeemer, all these neat things, but there are other people who don't know about Christ or who know about him and don't follow him, who also have their ways, and Christians are bound to understand that that too is a valid way. Thus, we now have amputated the Christ who says, none come to the Father but by me. If all heresy is a distortion of the Christ of the Gospel, a reduction of the Christ of the Gospel, a displacement of the fullness of the Christ of the Gospel with something else, then the whole culture is heretical. The services of the Church, in their amazing and inspired wonderfulness, manage somehow to keep it all in balance. And I was thinking this week as we were sitting through these long services that precede Christmas, written probably by monks in monasteries that have no central heating, no running water, no indoor facilities, and a pretty consistent menu, non-varying, who from our point of view led lives of dreadful deprivation. And yet, from a perspective that we would see as limited and marginalized, 
they get it right. And we, who can send vehicles to Mars and know what's on the other side of the moon and how to get back, do not get it right about the things needful, especially the one thing needful. And that one thing needful, after all, in the story, is the part of Mary, the sister of Lazarus. And that is to sit at the feet of this man, who is Savior, who is also this God, and to be with him. She also gets it right. Though she may have had all kinds of human limitations that we would look at and say, gee, she doesn't know that. My, she doesn't understand that. She understood the one thing needful. We lead complex lives, you and I. We are frequently in a state of confusion because of the complicatedness of what is running constantly in our mind, that stream of consciousness that we cannot turn off. But it is the Marys of this earth who, in their simplicity, understand where the prize is to be found. And they go there. They truly are the man who sees that a great pearl is buried in the ground in a certain plot of land and goes and sells off everything that he has to buy that one plot of land which contains its pearl. And the pearl of great price is born this day in the cave in Bethlehem. I hope all of you will one day be on that grand pilgrimage to the Holy Land where you will do prostrations following in a long line that began with the Magi who fell down and worshipped as they brought their gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. As you are doing your prostrations in the cave in Bethlehem you are thinking of those Magi kings and their gifts and you are wondering What in the name of God am I presenting as my gift here as I do my prostrations at the very point of the earth where the Savior came in human form? Christmas is far larger, far more comprehensive, far more Catholic than the silly stories and the inadequacies of the crash would lead us to believe. And you and I, quite frankly, have to rise above all that. It doesn't mean getting rid of the crash. We have them. It means seeing through them to something far more authentic and far more important for our surviving our own deaths. Amen and Amen. Christ is born. Lord.